Yep. Checking. Oh, I'm live. Hello, world. Yep, I'm live there and I'm live here. Yep. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining me. Um, I hope everybody has had a good week so far. You had a good holiday. Um, I'm in the studio today and y'all, I'm just so excited about tonight's show. Uh, we're going to have some fun with this. Y'all, this one is going to be one for the books right here, right? Because I just been having a lot of in my brain. And so I just need to, I need to talk about it. And so I'm going to use this platform to talk about the stuff that is on my mind. So I just want to say welcome to the I Am Broken podcast. I'm your host, Robin. I brought an alter ego with me because tonight I'm coming and I'm coming real hard. So I got somebody else that I brought with me because it's going to tie right on in to the show. Hey, welcome everybody. Thank you for, you know, joining me tonight again. I'm your host, Robin. Actually, I'm going to introduce you to who I brought with me tonight. Um, Chief Petty Officer Robin reporting for duty because, and this is nothing against Navy or anybody else. This, you know, because I appreciate your service. My son is in the military. So I'm just going to borrow this title for just a little bit, about an hour. Um, but yes, Chief Petty Officer Robin reporting for duty tonight. Tonight's topic is ships. We will experience many ships in life. Well, you know, you say, well, ships. Yes, yeah, ships, relationships, friendships, situationships, family relationships. We going to. I'm going to tackle a few because there's many, but I just really want to tackle a couple. I hope you guys all had a good holiday. Um, I went home for Memorial Day and truthfully speaking, this is how I got this topic because, you know, anytime I go home, it's never really a vacation for me, so to speak. And so honestly, y'all, yes, this is how this came about, right? Hey, 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 hey. Thanks for joining me tonight. Um, Kimberly, Miss Coco, I see Rhonda. You guys are all in the building. Um, some of y'all from Max Platform. Thank you for joining me again. This is Chief Petty Officer Robin reporting for duty. And tonight's topic is about ships. We experience many in life, right? But before I get started into that, let me just go ahead and open up with a word of prayer because I need to put Jesus on this before y'all get it. Gracious and heavenly father, I come before you tonight. Just want to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, father God. Thank you for all your glory and your kingdom. Now, Lord, I just ask that you be the words in my mouth, father God, that it will fall on good ground, father God, so that 
ears that need to hear it, Father God, will be will hear it and not only just hear, but do what they've heard, Father God. And I thank you for those that are tuning in tonight, but I also thank you for those that will go back and listen, Father God. And so, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your love. It's in the name of your son, I pray. Amen. All right. Hey, 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 Coco. Um, my two new friends. Now I got four. So I had two. Now I got two more. And I just love them. I love all four of them because they all add something so unique to my life. And so I'm just so thankful for each and every one of them. Okay, so we're going to jump right on into this again. Chief Petty Officer Robin reporting for duty because tonight I'm being petty on top of petty, on top of petty, on top to the lowest of petties tonight, right? And I'm coming for everything, so you're not safe, uh, especially the men, especially the men. Y'all not safe. Anyway, my scripture for tonight, John 15, 12. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. That is what God commands us to do, is to love each other, right? There are many different types of relationships. Relationship is any connection between two people which can be positive or negative. To be in a relationship doesn't always mean that there is physical intimacy, emotional attachment, and or commitment involved. Again, we come in and I'm coming from different types of ships, right? If you have been following me on my social media, if you kind of been seeing my posts, all kind of ships been going on. I'm just saying a lot of it been going on. Relationships are a gift from God, but they are also complicated to navigate. This started in the garden, actually, in the very beginning, when it became complicated. Why? Because they did something that they were not told to do, right? They, can't, they can be uplifting and encouraging when they go right, yet confusing and hurtful when they go wrong. So things was good when Adam was getting his way. The moment they messed up, he pointed the finger at Eve and she pointed the finger at the snake. Uh-oh. I got uh-oh wrote in my notes. Because this has been going on since the beginning of time, right? Now, God thought that man should not be alone so he created a woman right he gave them free reign in the garden told them that they can be fruitful multiply they had dominion over everything the only thing he asked them not to do was touch the tree of good and evil don't eat don't touch it don't do nothing and what did they do like we do you remember when we was kids our parents used to say don't touch that stove it's hot we still wanted to know why it was hot so we had to go touch it Right. And then we always got our butts whooped because we touched it. Same thing. So now the man. Who's the head. Right. As Christ is his head. I'm going to just break this down for you real quick before I get into being petty. Um, he's Christ. You know, Christ is his head. Right. So he's a head. And he, y'all, they've been doing it since the beginning. And when they were walking in the garden and they did what they were told not to do when they realized that they didn't have no clothes on 
they hid themselves. You know, when we do things that we're not supposed to do, that's what we do. We hide. We don't take accountability and responsibility because I believe that if he had taken accountability and responsibility back then, there probably wouldn't been it wouldn't have been so bad now, right? So immediately, right? Immediately. The first thing he said to God was, was when he got called for him, he said, Adam, where are thou? And he was, he probably was hesitant. I'm right here, Lord. I'm just putting it in Robin's terms. This is probably That's not how it probably went, but I'm going to just break it down in my terms, right? He was saying, I'm right here, Lord. Well, where you been at? I've been calling for you all day. Why? Well, I hid myself. You hid yourself. Now, this is the conversation. This is what I'm thinking in my mind, how the conversation actually went. You hid yourself. Well, what you have? Well, um, I ate from the tree. Wait a minute. I take that back. Let me just go back a little bit. First thing he did was said, it was that woman. Because he wanted to know, how did you know y'all was naked? The first thing he said was, who told you that? And the first thing he did was say, it was that woman you gave me. And then he asked her, well, what did you do? And she pointed the finger at the serpent. Now, keep in mind, right? Because this is just how the enemy works. You have to remember, in the garden, they weren't afraid of anything. They named everything, right? In the garden, they named everything. So they weren't afraid of anything. Which inclines me to believe that the serpent wasn't the, the thing that slithered on the ground until he was cursed. What he did was he sat back and he watched her. He knew that Eve was the weaker vessel between the two. Now, my question going to be when I get to heaven, Lord, well, what was Adam doing when she was talking to the snake? But anyway, that's a whole nother topic for another time. But this has been going on since the beginning. We've been... They've been blaming and pointing the finger, not taking ownership, not taking accountability, even though God made him first and he made him to be the head. Right. OK. Now, what is your ship anchored in? So that's. What do you have your ship anchored in, whether it's your friendship, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a situationship, companionship, whatever you whatever ship you got going on what is it anchored in because all kind of chaos can take place when it's not anchored in anything good right and so a lot of times it's easier to point the blame on someone else instead of just taking ownership if you messed up then say you messed up but don't blame somebody else for your mistake because at this day and age, me and my aunt was talking about this yesterday, as a matter of fact, you know the difference between right and wrong. So I don't have to come along and tell you that was wrong, right? <laughs> I don't have to tell you, you missed the mark on that one. You shouldn't even did that because you know the difference. And the good thing is, is you have a choice. You get to choose whether or not you want to do the right thing or the wrong thing. But you can't blame somebody when you done did the wrong thing 
and then you become the victim. I'm going to leave that one there. So first what I'm going to talk about is friendship. But I'm going to talk about it from a platonic aspect, which is a type of relationship that involves a close, intimate bond without sex or romance. And it's characterized by closeness, understanding, respect, care, support, honesty, and acceptance. Story time. And my little saying here, is this ship worth it? Story time. True story. Y'all know I always share my stuff. I might throw somebody else under the bus too with me, but I'm going to share mine first. I had a friend. Well, we're not friends anymore. Uh, we have been friends for over 15 years. And she's seen me through ups, downs. She's seen me through that depressed time where I was in the hospital, wanting to take my life. She was there through all of that. We pretty much raised our kids almost the same way. Our birthdays was one day apart and just different things. And so it had got to a point where I'm going to make this story short. I'm not going to give y'all a long version, but the short version is, is that it became a point in time where I don't really think that she trusted me to be the kind of friend that she had always been to me, that I could be that to her. So she started doing little things like hiding stuff from me, not having a conversation with me about different things that she was doing. And truthfully speaking, that is what made me look at her differently. Y'all, we went on this trip. We went to L.A. for it was her 46th birthday, but my 45th birthday. And we have been planning this trip for months because, like I said, again, we celebrate our birthdays together. We had already been planning this and. We were three days in. She started talking about how she was ready to go home. She wished that we had got a hotel room and we had rented a vehicle. And keep in mind, we stayed with someone that took us everywhere you can think of y'all we was everywhere we went on a boat supposed to been looking for whales but we saw dolphins and just an amazing time we was down at hollywood boulevard you know down there where they host the oscars some of everywhere you can think of right and i looked at her and i said we've been planning this trip for months and you talking about you ready to go home you miss your grandkids what okay, wait a minute. And so that kind of really bothered me. And so when we got back from the trip, um, she went back to Ohio. I went back to, you know, Charlotte and I got sick not too long after that. And, and so as the new year was getting ready to come in, I had to just make some decisions about some things. I started to feel like we were growing apart instead of growing closer together because we used to always say we're going to grow old together. We became grandmothers at the same time. Our, our kids are extremely close. Even to this day, our kids are still close, even though we don't have a relationship. And this was the hardest relationship I had to break away from because this was somebody that knew me, knew me, knew me. And I knew her and we went through a lot of things together. And she helped me through a lot of things. And so the friendship is supposed to be a relationship that offers support. And what I found out about this relationship is it needs to be developed. Let me say that again. 
a friendship needs to be developed. So our friendship had been developed. However, at some point, there was a level of trust that I guess she no longer had for me, or maybe she just viewed me as a different person, or maybe it was just hard for her to walk the path that she had seen me walk for so many years. And that was being single. She was married and she had a lot of single friends. So she walked, watched us walk this single path for years. She never judged us and none of that other stuff. But when I tell you, like, I felt like she stopped trusting me. She stopped believing that I could be the same kind of friend that she had been to me for years. And that hurt, right? So this wrote this relationship has to be developed and actually it's harder than a romantic relationship when it ends why it can be difficult and it was it took me a very long time to get past and we haven't talked in years so when i went home for a visit a few years back um i went to the church where she went to where she goes to and i hope that i had run ran into her so i could just you know apologize to her, ask her to forgive me because I felt like maybe I could have handled it a little bit differently. Well, she didn't really have two words to say to me. So at that point I knew then when no need of me trying to push myself on her when she wasn't receptive of me. And I believe that was because it was still fresh for her. It was still fresh for me too, but I still felt convicted by the fact that I just probably didn't handle that right. So anyway, this relationship should be helpful to your overall health. So when you have support, you have respect, you have understanding, it should help your overall health. And so again, I told y'all I got four friends now, had two, and now I got two new ones. And each one brings something unique into my life, right? And so I'm grateful and thankful for each and every one of those four. Why? Because this is is being developed and is it worth it in this case yes this ship is worth it now that other one it if i had handled it differently or if i valued it a little bit more than what i valued it in that time frame and i wasn't in my feelings about her demeanor and her attitude towards me in that time it would have been worth it as well because I've never seen my life without her. And do I miss her? Of course. I miss her because we used to talk, we talked about everything, y'all. Everything. There was nothing left unturned with me and her. And so, again, would it have been worth it if I had handled it better? Of course. So, let me move on. Now I'm going to come from a casual aspect. Two people who engage in an emotional and physical relationship without a relationship label. Uh-oh. That's that FWB. Friends with benefits. The risk in this is developed feelings, lack of prioritization, potential health risk, STDs, emotional toll. Those are those one-night stands, them booty calls. I'm going to try to keep it PG because I'm being petty, but I'm going to try to keep it PG just in case somebody's kids chime in and happen to catch this part of it. But that's that casual. That's that one where you friends with benefits. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, I did the whole booty call thing, the one nice. Yes, 
saved, sanctified me. And I was saved and sanctified then when I was doing that stuff. Was it politically correct? No. But I still did it. Right? I just did. You know, because back then when I first started this walk, when it was convenient for me, I was in the church. When it wasn't, I was out the church. Oh, and heaven forbid somebody offended me in the church. I was leaving. I was going to be gone for months. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just keeping it honest and 100 with y'all right now. Right? One night stands, booty call. Yeah, did that. Okay? But I'm going to tell you, I ain't had no friends, though, that I slept with. So I ain't had them FWBs. Some of y'all might have had some FWBs. I ain't never had those. It was it was what it was. And I tell them, look, you can come over when the kids go to sleep, but you got to be gone before they get up. Oh, that's that's another topic for another time, y'all. <laughs> and let me just tell you, the reason why I'm on this path of pettiness, because I am, I'm going to be petty. And it's getting ready to get real petty in a few minutes. Is because I went home for Memorial Day and there was so much toxic dysfunction and it just got up under my skin, y'all. Like, and I was just like, OMG. I was ready to go home after being there, not even 24 hours. I was ready to come home. I was like, I told my sister, I said, I'm ready to go. She was like, Well, what happened? nothing i want to go home i don't want to be here and i told my mom before i left i said if you don't come to charlotte don't worry unless something happened to my aunt mary i ain't coming back to ohio i meant that that whole toxic and dysfunction negative and i had to try to explain to her don't nobody want this nobody don't want this in they in they i don't want that negative energy in my space I have worked too hard to get here to this place where I'm at peace and I'm going to protect my peace at all costs, y'all. So if you being negative or if you being dysfunctional or you being toxic and you on some trash, I didn't look, I didn't drew a line in the sand. You know, when you was a kid, drew a line in the sand and said, don't, don't cross that line. And of course, you know, my famous term, my friend said it to me today and she got, she cracks up and laugh every time I say it. Don't come for me unless I send for you. And if I ain't sent for you, don't come over here. Because I'm going to guarantee that I'm going to let you run on back and you not come back over this way till you got some sense. Because I'm not going to be bothered with that. Again, Chief Petty Officer Robin here for duty. Because I'm being petty tonight. And nobody is safe. Some of the women might not be safe. I'm just saying some of the women might not be safe either because, you know, we done did some crazy things as women, right? Not just the men, but, you know, anymore now, we done got <laughs> out of hand too. So anyway, let me go on to the toxic relationships. That was the reason why this ship came about because of that dysfunction that I encountered in Ohio last week. <laughs> so it, toxic relationships any type of relationship can be toxic friendships family relationships romantic relationships or workplace relationships now y'all always be talking about my workplace i'm gonna kind of give them a break tonight but this family 
romantic friendships any of those can be toxic and that's based off the individuals i could bring that into the relationship the other person could bring that into the relationship that's what makes it toxic so when you want on some trash and y'all i've been on some trash and when i'm being petty like i'm being petty tonight i'm gonna tell you i'm being petty that way you don't even you're not blindsided with my pettiness right because i'm i'm coming and i'm i'm locked and i'm loaded tonight right so anyway all people play a role in creating this toxicity slash dysfunction i added that word that was listen that word wasn't even in there but i added dysfunction because y'all know y'all done had some romantic relationships that was not functional they were dysfunctional and they were toxic i'm gonna leave that one there toxic relationships can take a toll on your health so now do i want to stay in something that has the potential of shortening my health nah I have to choose me first. And a lot of times, not saying that I haven't stayed in toxic situations and relationships that I sh shouldn't have been in. And that wears you out, right? There's a lack of support. It's competitiveness, disrespect, dishonesty, jealousy, and stress, poor communication. Now the competitiveness, don't nobody want no man let me just say this i don't want a man that i have to be in competition with he stay in the bathroom longer than i do it takes him longer to get ready than me he's high maintenance more high maintenance than me don't nobody want that and i dad sure i'm not compete i'm not competing with any other women why because i know who i am and i know what i bring to the table so there is no competition there's only one of me thank god for that i used to say all the time it could never be a triplet or a quadruple it because the world wasn't ready for two or three of me it would have been cool in school but adulting no the world two or three of me running around here mm -mm, the world ain't ready <laughs> no ma'am the world ain't ready for two or three of me right jealousy it is so easy to become jealous why because I don't know about y'all have you been in a relationship with somebody that made you feel like you was less than or they were so busy commenting and complimenting somebody else but didn't compliment you and it's stressful why because i don't understand how we us ain't i'm calling them out you always talking about us as women we too mouthy we too independent we too this we too that and you get with susie we just gonna call her susie susie could be any ethnicity other than this color brown color you treat her well you ain't putting her through a bunch of changes but you don't take you don't took us through a whole lot of different changes why because you said we mouthy you said we you know all kinds of different things you say about us, but you'll take one of them and treat them well. You ain't putting them through a bunch of hoops and different. Anyway, I'm on a tangent. What does God say? God says, be not deceived. 
Evil communications corrupt good manners. Okay. So, again, poor communication. But see, if we speak up for ourselves, we we too mouthy. Um, now, some of us have killed it for the rest of us. Let's just call it the way it is, ladies. Some of us have been too mouthy. Some of us are walking around talking about how our level of independence and we don't need you for this and we don't need you for that. Uh, speak for yourself, boo. Sis, speak for yourself. You're absolutely correct. We were, we were created for one another. I desire that. So that ain't my plight. That might be somebody else's plight. I'm, I'm definitely independent. I know how to get out there and get it. Why? Because that's what I, that's what I know. So now, any man that comes into my life, don't come in flashing, you got this, you can do that, and all that other stuff, because that don't mean a hill of beans to me. Why? Because I ain't used to having nobody like that. God knew exactly what he was doing. See, my struggle was really real, right? I don't know what it's like to have somebody that take care of me. Where he at? And what has taken him so long? Why he ain't showed up? Would it have been nice to been able to not work for a little bit? Girl, yes. But was that my story? No, it was not. And probably most of y'all's too. Was not. Some, some of us had to work harder than the other ones. I told my two new friends. Now, you know, I'm a little bit heavier than what I was five years ago. So I got some. Got a few extra pounds on me, which is cool, you know, no problem, you know. But I, I'm easy on the eyes, so I'm not ugly and I'm definitely not a mess, right? But I will tell you this much people can get so caught up in what you used to look like because I have folks see pictures of what I used to look like and they fell in love with her. But guess what? She was toxic. Um, so many different levels she was extremely insecure wasn't loyal definitely wasn't humble but that's what you like because you looking at this uh i'm inclined to tell you today for those that don't really know me and for those that do know me and then those that are getting to know me i've been known to stop a few cars or two so don't let this look fool you like i ain't got it all together because i'm not 36 23 36 anymore i can still stop traffic if i need to it's just all in the matter of what i need to do for myself that's if i wanted to do that right anyway let me go on because yeah <laughs> now here is where it's gonna get interesting what the ship? Have y'all heard that term? It's complicated. What's complicated? Okay. We're going to talk about situationship. Now, when I tell y'all what this means, y'all going to probably sit and think, have I been in situationship? Y'all, I know I have. And now that I'm thinking about it, I've probably been in several situationships okay several right 
Situationship is a romantic or sexual relationship that is not considered to be formal or established. Okay. <laughs> considered to be not considered to be formal or established. Less than a relationship, but more than a casual encounter or booty call. Refers to a romantic relationship that is and remains undefined. Okay. <laughs> Another story here. So, I met somebody. You know, because anymore now, you know, online dating, which you got to go through a whole bunch of before you get to something decent, right? Whole bunch of that. Why? Because online, it allows you to be whoever you want to be. You can post your representative. I don't know how many of y'all, I'm just speaking by myself. Y'all, back in the day, <laughs> when I was dating, I told my sister about this on the way home from Ohio. I, date, I was dating three firemen. All at the same time. One was a supervisor at one station. The other one worked at a different station. And the other one worked at a different station. Now, there was one in particular. He posted his pictures. <laughs> posted his pictures. He looked very attractive on the pictures. But y'all, when I met him in person, I looked at him and I was just like, and I look back at the picture like, am I looking? Wait a minute. Did I? Anyway, his representative was what he posted. Now, see, I don't ever post stuff that's not current. So when people ask, is that really you and what you really look like? Uh, yes, it is. I don't need to send my representative. I'm, I'm going to show up for you, right? Okay, so let me just tell y'all about how he didn't look like himself. And then he had the nerve. I'm going there. The sex wasn't good. He didn't look like his pictures looked. And then he had the nerve to try to talk to me. And I had to just check him in a polite, nasty, nice type way. What did he say? He said something crazy. I can't even remember what he said. But anyway, it ticked me off to a point where I had to tell him, um, excuse me, you don't have no room and no right to even come at me in that capacity. Why? Because you look nothing like what you portrayed yourself to look like on, on the Internet. So I need to know where did he go? Because that picture and what I'm looking at right now, them is two, them look like two totally different people. And you want to talk. To me, like you don't have no sense. No, nah, that's not what you want to do with me. Because I am my mama's child. And she that one that hits below the belt. She'll talk about you so bad that you just be looking at her like, no, you didn't. That's me. And I try to keep that part of me buried. Why? Because it can get ugly. She becomes extremely ugly and extremely petty. Right? So, yeah, y'all. He sent, he posted his representative. But the real deal that showed up, they look like two totally different people. And I had to ask, is that is that you? Because you don't look nothing like. Anyway, let me go on. <laughs> the space between a committed relationship 
and something more than a friendship. Whoa. So a situationship is a space in between. True story. Mm, I'm going to tell you another one. So I met another person. Nice looking man. And keep his, you know, he's well put together. He, I told him he was bougie. I mean, I'm a little kind of. But he really is. And he started laughing. Well, you know, initially, you know, he had an issue with the excess weight. And, um, you know, it didn't, it didn't really hurt my feelings, but it did stop me in my track when he, when he said it to me. And so I had to ponder y'all for a minute, like, Ooh, how do I respond to this? I had to sit on it for a couple of days because anytime something that, and this is the first time in a long time that somebody could say something that make me just stop in my track. And it caused me to just shut down for a couple of days because I had to process it. Like, did he really just, no, he didn't really do that. Okay. And I had to pray about that thing because if I hadn't prayed about it, oh, that was going to be real ugly. That, that clap back was going to be ugly, but my clap back was so tough and so tight that, I mean, he apologized and just different things like that. Men and women, but definitely men who are out here sowing seeds that are toxic and negative. Keep in mind where you sow at, that where you shall reap. And it don't have to be you that reaps it. Your children can reap where you've sown. Your children's children can reap where you've sown. So while you out here downplaying somebody, mother, sister, auntie, cousin, friend, daughter, and you got daughters, be careful. Be careful of the words that you speak. Why? Because your words have power. And so just be, when you don't think that you're going to be the person to get it, your daughter might get it. Or your daughter's daughter might get it. So we got to be careful about the words that we use. And in the context that we use them in. Because you will see it again. And even if I don't even see you see it again. That's just the law of reciprocity. And it is biblical. Everybody like to call it karma. No, you reap what you sow. So if you sow on bad ground, you will reap on bad ground. And you won't leave this life before you get it back. And normally it don't come back the way you put it out there. So be careful about the things that you say to people. Why? Because you never know where a person is at. And that's one of the things that I shared with him. I was just like, good thing I was in a stronger space mentally because had I not been in a more pot in a negative space that could have sent me right over the edge y'all not gonna happen and again be careful because it don't have to be you that reap where you done sown that but anyway let me go on well how can you tell let me tell you how you can tell if you in a situationship you deal with inconsistent behavior. Your words should match your actions. Uh-oh. I met two of them. And that's exactly what it is. You can't keep your word to me, but if 
it's not about you, then I'm not who I say I am. I don't know how many times y'all I had a man say to me, and you supposed to be a Christian. Oh, hold on. I am. And it used to bother me when people would say that because it was just almost like, are you really challenging that? Because I don't agree with you. I'm not saying what you want me to say. I'm not doing what you want me to do. And I'm not being who you think I should be. Now, all of a sudden, I'm not a Christian. No, you get saved first. And then let's talk about what a Christian should look like or what a Christian should say. Then come see me because that's not an area that you really want to go there with. Don't let the look fool you. I know his word. I have a relationship with him. And when I open my mouth and talk to him, he hears me and he answers me. So let's not get it twisted here. Right now you have. Oh, here's these good ones for me. Still finding themselves over 30 years old. Y'all see my face? How are you still finding yourself? Mm -mm. Inconsistent behavior. And it's crazy because if I'm not sweating you, if I'm not running you down, if I'm not chasing you down, you ain't running up behind me. You don't take my phone calls. Oh, something is always going on. I had one tell me, well, you know, you live so far, but you make time to go see your son. You make time to go do what your mama need me need you to do. You make time to go do stuff that you want to do. Oh, I forgot because I don't live 14 minutes east, west, north, or south of you. I ain't worthy of your time or your attention. And then you always got something going on. Always, always got something going on. So you tell me we're going to get together this weekend. The weekend come, I don't hear from you. You don't call, you don't text, you don't do nothing. And then you'll come back with this, oh, I wasn't feeling good. The word I really want to use, I can't because I'm, I'm on live. Please, miss me with that. Every time I turn around, you always sick, don't feel good. You need to go to the doctor and get that checked out because I don't even know, are you going to be healthy enough to even be in a relationship with me? Anyway, will tell you to shoot your shot, but have no intention of giving you a chance. Oh, yeah. You got them out there, too. Shoot your shot. You shoot your shot. But, oh, wait, I don't look like the Instagram girl that you've really been eyeing. So you're not going to give me the time of day because, what, I got a few little extra pounds on me? Again, I'm not ready for anything serious. Uh-oh, hold on. You over 30 years old. You ain't ready for nothing serious. You still finding yourself. Oh, shoot your shot. Wait a minute. I'm not ready for anything. Y'all, another story. Met this dude, liked him. Nice looking man. He cooked, clean, house was... We kicking it dealing with each other and i'm thinking okay you know this might go somewhere he come back with this he ain't ready for nothing serious okay one day i'm on facebook we and then i see a post he in this tuxedo y'all and everybody congratulating him on getting married 
And this is probably a few months after he just told me that he wasn't ready for nothing serious. Hold on. <laughs> I couldn't make this stuff up if y'all paid me to make this stuff up, right? I'm telling y'all, these are facts. He got married. And what was crazy was all the pictures that he posted that was of him by himself. Then he started posting the pictures of the girl that was actually in the picture that he married. So I reached out to him and said, congratulations on getting married. He messaged me back and said, we need to meet face to face. What we need to meet face to face for? You, you said you wasn't ready for nothing serious. That was like three months ago. Now you get married? Y'all, just for entertainment purposes only, I entertained him. Met him at TGI Fridays. And he looked at me sitting across the table. He said, I know, I messed up. And he started trying to give me the, should have brought out the violin. Should have asked him, did he need some cheese with them crackers? Because he was just whining and pleading his case. Somebody should have had a violin and should have been playing it because. And then I'm saying, well, she had to been in the picture all along. But why did you post pictures of just you by yourself? And then all of a sudden, the pictures with y'all together surface because y'all married. Y'all, I can't make this up if y'all paid me to make it up, but it's the truth. I'm telling you, and I'm sharing my, <laughs> my toxic <laughs> situations with y'all for real. But anyway, you don't use labels. You want the benefits without the title. You, You want me to cook for you. You want me to open up the treasure box for you. Because, see, that's what I call mine, a treasure box. Right? And usually if I give it, that means I think you're worth having it. And you better be worth me giving it to. Meaning you better bring it. Because if you don't, that's a whole nother topic for me and my friends. If you don't. So, anyway. Want the benefits. Let me just tell y'all about my mama, right? Because I just told you this is a part of her that I have that I don't too particularly care for, but I got it. My mama said, I heard her say in a conversation one day, she said, I wish a would tell me I ain't good enough to spend his money or he, he I'm not good enough for him to spend his money on. So every time you come in my house, that's a bill. She said, when you open my door, when I open my door and let you in, that's a bill. You letting my heat out. <laughs> Every time you got to take a shower after we done did what we did, that's another bill. This is my baba, y'all. If I cook food for you, that's a bill. Don't tell me about I'm not good enough for you to spend your money on or I'm not good enough to spend your money. Because mm -mm. every time you come in my door, you costing me money. Girl, my mother. That's another topic for another time. I'm going to have to get her on the show so y'all could really see what I'm talking about. But when she said that, it just cracked me up. And I thought about it today as I was thinking about what I was going to talk about. <laughs> was every time you come in, but you want all the benefits. And granted, we don't have to be about the titles. But at the same time, let's. Let's define what it is because you shouldn't be able 
you know, that whole cliche. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Y'all, we've been giving away the milk too long for free. Mm -mm. Anyway, not willing to create a space or give you the time or attention. If you don't create a space for me to dwell in, why should I be loyal to you? See, we want to be loved, but men want to be respected. And they want us to be loyal. You want me to be loyal to whenever you want me to be available to you. You want me to be loyal to whatever you say has to go. You want me to be loyal. I met a man some years and years ago. And I thought he loved me and I loved him. Y'all, I really loved him. But he was a he was a narcissistic person, meaning my voice. I didn't have one. He was always right. I was never right. Always wrong. And he was trying to control every little thing. He wanted me to think like him, talk like him. But I had to check him and tell him, you ain't never paid a bill for me. You ain't never bought me nothing. You ain't never did nothing special or spectacular for me. Who do you think you are? And then I had to say, do you ever listen to yourself? Because you sound like a bunch of blah, 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 blah. Womp, 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 womp. Narcissistic. And I didn't realize how narcissistic he actually was until I was having a conversation with two different people who said the same thing in different conversations about the situation. Another situation ship. Toxic, y'all. But anyway, not willing to create a space. If I'm willing to create a space for you, then you dag sure better be willing to create one for me. And you got too many people out here, words not matching. You don't want to give time and attention, which don't cost you anything. It's free. But see, I'm not going to keep letting folks waste my time because that's something that you can't give me back. Now, can you give me back all that time I wasted on you? Waiting for you to get it together. Keep in mind, I didn't say you had to be perfect. I didn't say you had to have this, that, or the other. But you wouldn't even, y'all, I couldn't even get his time and his attention. Anyway, let me move on. You don't have no long-term plans. Always the victim. It's always the other person's fault. I'm not dating somebody for three years, four years, 10 years, 20 years. If you don't recognize within that first year that I'm somebody that you want to be in relationship with and you want to have and build with, keep it moving. Ain't gonna be no, I'm too old to be still doing one night stands and booty calls. I want something that is long-term. Why? Because I don't know how much time I got left. None of us do. And I'm not going to waste any time on someone who doesn't want to catch flights. See new things. Enjoy the rest of whatever life we have left. Anyway, let me go on. You haven't made it exclusive. Too many options. Yep, you got these ones out here, got too many options. You got some, now they have been taken note, they've been noticed. Now all they options, huge. 
got all these options in front of them. And what do they do? They always go for the ones that look like they got out of the bed made up. I'm natural. I don't have to be made up. I'm in my truest form right here. And if you don't like me in this form, uh, why would you like me in the other form? Because I don't put that on every day. I ain't got that kind of time. I don't have that kind of patience or that level of energy to be doing that every day. So again, when you, you know, when they become noticed and they got all these options in front of them, you somewhere down there, maybe they can't even see you at this point, but it's real talk, right? When you have all them options, that was the thing about Atlanta and dating in Atlanta. The women outnumbered the men there. So if you don't want to do it, guess what? There's 20 other ones that will. I'm just saying. A lot of them women over there are superficial. They trying to come up on the come up. I'm just telling y'all what I saw. That's why I hated Atlanta. And I hated dating over there. It was difficult to date because you were in competition. Oh, not to mention, you don't know who on the DL. I tell somebody that I think I should create an app that when you meet folks and you run their face through the phone, it just give you a whole rundown, a rap sheet, what they done did, what they got going on, who they talking to. And if they go that way, because see, I, Now, 20 years ago, but today, oh, that's going to get you cut. And I'm meaning that in a literal sense. If you go both ways, keep that over there. I only go one way. And that's the way that I was intended to go. With a man. I don't want a man who like men and women. No, thank you. I pass. I ain't judging you. I'm not judging you. And you don't have to agree with what I'm saying. And I'm okay with you not agreeing with what I'm saying. All I'm saying is, is that I don't want that. Oh, and then we, I told y'all about the situation before the last podcast where I shared where I was involved in with a married man. Well, I knew he was married. Matter of fact, he came out the gate saying, I want a girlfriend. I was just like, what married man said he want a girlfriend? That's what I became. And guess what? I was the side chick. Even though he never really treated me like the side chick, I really was the side chick. I really was the side chick, y'all. But he never treated me like the side chick. But I knew he wanted a girlfriend. And I played that part. And of course, you know, he would overcompensate because he couldn't be there in the capacity in which I needed him to be there. So he overcompensated a lot of times, right? And then when it got ugly, it got ugly. Anyway, let me move on. You lack an emotional connection. One ship at a time. You need healing in between. Some of the some of us go from one person to another person. You ain't had no break in between there. 
one ship at a time. And give yourself that time to process. Do y'all know, folks, I have this conversation with my nephews all the time. Because these kids today don't know nothing about taking their time. You done broke up with Susie over here last week. And a month later, you done brought Shayla or Shay Shay, whatever you want to call her, Lisa. And introducing her. Who is that? You just broke up with her. And you ain't even healed. Now you carrying baggage that somebody else got to take time to unpack. Because we, if you don't like being by yourself, then you must don't like yourself. And if you that hard pressed to be with somebody, something is wrong. Because we should not be going from pillar to post. We shouldn't, but you got a lot of men out here doing it and you got a lot of women out here doing it. And I'm going to tell you, I ain't that hard pressed. But one, there's too many other things out here that if I just, y'all, I say it all the time. I can catch a cold when I can't catch nothing else. I can't catch a break, can't catch a case. But if I want that, I can get that. I'm just saying we need to do better, especially men. Y'all be talking about you don't want a woman that's like this. Y'all more dramatic than most women. And I'm not saying anything. I'm not speaking against you expressing your emotions, your feelings, because you do have those. And y'all are people too. And they are valid. And you do matter. I'm just saying, don't say that you don't want a woman that is drama and toxic, but you drama and toxic. And we got a lot of them out there that's doing that too. Be real quick to say, I don't want drama. I, I, I don't want no insecure woman. We all got some form of insecurities. Some show more than others, but we got something that we insecure about. I'm just saying. No, what it says to me is that you need to learn how to handle certain things a little bit better than what you have in the past. Because some things that you got stored in some in a suitcase, I might not want to deal with. Anyway, story time. I'm gonna tell y'all about Jonah. Everybody didn't heard this story. You know, Jonah was told to go to Nineveh to preach to God's people. Jonah didn't want to do it. See, that's what happens when you get out of line and out of his will, right? You don't want to do what he's calling you to do. Why? Because you don't think you're qualified. You don't think that you're worthy. You don't think that you, and all he said, go do what I tell you to do. Jonah didn't want to do that. So Jonah thought he was going to take the long way. Like he thought he was going to bypass that assignment. Gets on this boat, headed in the opposite direction from where he needed to be going. Y'all, this storm started raging. It's out of control. This ship got all kind of water in it. What they doing? The crew people throwing stuff off the boat. He down in the bottom. 
He know he's the reason why that storm has happened. But and so they said, we don't know what's going on here. I'm I'm giving y'all the story in my my Robin's version. Chief Petty Officer Robin, her version. They asking him what's going on. He telling them, I'm the reason why this is happening. Hold on. You the reason why we about to die? Oh, you got to go. And he tells them, well, just talk, toss me over. Now, keep in mind, they done threw over cargo. They done do. So they finally throw him overboard. And then guess what? The storm ceased. But God had a plan. They say it is a whale, belly of a fish, whatever. He had a fish catch Jonah. And he was in there three days until he agreed. But that's just how God works, right? So no matter what kind of ship you find yourself in, it might be off path for a moment, but God has a plan. And he'll get you right back on path. He'll put you right back in the direction that you need to be going. And it will almost seem like you ain't really missed a beat, even though you really did. He was trying to uh, he was trying not to do what he was called to do and told to do. And that's a lot of times that's how we get caught up in these different types of ships. Because there's flags that go off and we choose to ignore those flags. Why? Because, you know, we just want to see the good. We just. Some of us think we can fix it. No, you can't stop. Stop cheating yourself. And stop deceiving yourself. A person has to want to change. And they need to make the necessary steps in order to do that. We can't change anybody. Only God has the ability and the power to change us. And it's a hard thing, right? So now, if Jonah had shade on that ship, all them folks would have died. But God made sure that he did what he was supposed to do. And what was interesting was, was that when he decided to come into agreement, keep in mind how funky he might have been, what he might have smelled like. Y'all know what that fishy smell. Never mind. I ain't even gonna go there because that's a whole nother area. I'm never mind. But anyway, he spewed him out on dry land, and he never looked like he had been in the belly of a fish for three days. He never smelled like he had been in the belly of a fish for three days and he was in the direction he put him in the direction of where he needed to go and was and he went and did what he was supposed to do and sometimes it's just a matter of making up your mind to just do what you're supposed to do that not keeping your word and your word not matching your actions that's a big thing for me that speaks to your character that speaks to your integrity that's who you are if you can't keep your word Go that way. Don't nobody got time for that. Everything should always line up. So if you tell me I'm going to do this, I'm expecting you to do that. And if you don't do what you said you're going to do, you're a liar to me. That's just my opinion. You don't have to agree, but that's my opinion. That's, those are my thoughts about it, right? But again, that's how we get caught up in these ships. Anyway. 
um, I thought this was interesting. I was just sitting there thinking as I was writing this stuff out. Sometimes pretty is not always better. Pretty has become the new petty. Men, y'all so busy out here looking at the women who will take you for everything that you got. And you won't give a regular woman like me and some of y'all that are out here a shot. Why? Because we don't look the way that she looks. She more apt to take you for everything that you got. She gonna treat you bad. She gonna, and y'all gonna love her dirty draws. But regular Robin, I got to prove who I said I am. I got to jump through hoops. I got to leap over bounds. I have to go above and beyond. I have to, because you done set that bar way up here for me, but you done set it here for her. You don't want me to attain it because you got your eye on her. Well, keep your eye on her. But don't come over here after her ruined it for you. Because, see, that's what happens. They mess you all up, and then somebody good like me come along. Now you finding yourself. You ain't ready for nothing serious. Bye-bye. Anyway, if your ship feels like it's sinking and you can't take this ship because it's not taking you somewhere, you need a new ship. Abandon ship. If it's not taking you anywhere and you can't take it, you need something new. But give yourself that time in between. Why? Because again, when you don't give yourself time to heal in between all of that, you got luggage that's loaded. Things weighing you down. When your life down is not productive for you and you need to start unloading some things. What I mean by that, set some healthy boundaries. Think about what you will or will not be bothered with or entertain. Some of us don't even know that. Why? Because we don't even take enough time to sit with ourselves long enough to figure that part out. Before we invite other people in. Too much of that going around. Moving forward and starting now. It will cost you something to get on this ship. I'm talking about my ship, not y'all ship. My ship. It's gonna talk. It's gonna cost you something to get on. Why? Cause my ship ain't free. <laughs> my ship is not free. That's really not the word I really want to use, y'all. But my ship is not free, right? How you ask? Relationships require more effort to maintain first thing define what it is when you don't have no clear definition of what it is how you expect somebody else to know and don't be afraid to say what you want up front because if you don't say what you want up front guess what you're gonna end up in a situationship or a fwb don't nobody got time for that take ownership a lot of times some things can be avoided if you just own up to 
and be accountable. If you know that I'm not your type, then go find your type. Don't waste my time because I'm not your type. That's another story. Be accountable. Accountability goes a long way. And you have to be accountable for what you do and what you say. Set boundaries. They are important. Healthy boundaries. Non-negotiables. What are you willing to help somebody else unpack? Nobody's perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. They're not. He's only perfect. Set boundaries. Communication. Communication is a key ingredient to any relationship, whether it's a friendship, casual or platonic, whether it's FWB, whether it's toxic, whether it's a situationship. Communication is a key ingredient in that. Respect. Have enough respect for yourself. Men, y'all want us to respect you. You respect you. And then respect us in the process. Honesty and loyalty. If you cannot be loyal and true to who you say you are by doing what you say you will do, you're dishonest. You are a liar. And nobody has time for that. So anyway, I'm going to get off this ship because, yeah, I think I might do a part two next week of this because this here is so interesting. And honestly, I will embrace any men and welcome any men who want to even tackle this thing with me because, see, there's a lot of different things that they do and say, I need an explanation for it because some of it is stupid. Have you ever heard that term? Sometimes you're so smart, you're stupid. Maybe I just came up with that. But anyway. So now. Chief Officer. Chief Petty Officer Robin is signing off. But before I sign off, let me just end with a quick word of prayer real quick. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just come before you tonight. Just want to say thank you. Thank you for just being my words tonight, Father God. I pray that those that tuned in, that those that will go back and listen, Father God, that they will get something out of this, Father God, that they will not find themselves on ships that they don't need to be on, Father God, but that they will be on the one that matters the most, and that is your ship, Father God. And I thank you, Lord, for your son. I thank you for the blood, Father God, and I cover each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God, right now, in the name of your son, I pray. It's in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So now, Join me next week. I don't know what next week's topic is going to be about. It could be about relationships again. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. But anyway, if you have not had an opportunity to subscribe to my YouTube channel, go to my YouTube channel. I am broken 23 exclamation point. It's on my YouTube. I'm trying to get my, my people up so that I can stream on there as well. Also, if you haven't had an opportunity to get my book, for those of you that know that I'm a self-published author, it's on Amazon. Go get it. Broken. To be or not to be, that is the question. Again, thank you for taking the time to entertain me tonight. I hope you got something out of this, and I look forward to next week. See you then.